One, two, three. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode, I think, 16. By the way, Mike, I lost count of the episode number of my podcast a long time ago, so I guess every time. I think it's 16. You can go to Spotify, and it count, it's counted for you. Yes, yes, but I always forget still, right, when I do the countdown. But <laughs> anyways, um, folks, I'm with a very awesome guest. I'm a huge fan of this man. He can be seen on Ronnie Chang's Ronnie Chang Takes Chinatown on Netflix. He's the host of the awesome podcast, the Asian Not Asian podcast. He's a UC Berkeley graduate. He lives in Brooklyn, New York, and he just he had he has a child that was conceived less than a year ago. <laughs> Sorry, that's a really bad <laughs> intro. <laughs> It's a very awkward intro, uh, but it's, this man needs no introduction. It's Mike Wynn. Hey, what's going on? I, I don't know why I thought someone was going to clap, but yeah, thanks, man. It's nice to have, uh, I, I have my podcast, uh, and it's I always bring up hosts. I have to like always research them just a little bit just to figure out what I'm going to say, uh, but I've not had too many people do it to, for me, so that was nice. It was a good night. It was a good summation of my whole life. <laughs> well, I have some other details that I've researched about you. I know that oh. you met your wife while you were working as a library security guard, and she was yes. doing the same, right? She was. We were both student library security. Yes. I That's know nice. that you had a day at UC Berkeley where you didn't have any money left on your debit card, so you went to sleep. <laughs> So you you yes. don't have to starve. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was my freshman year. We, so uh, I lived in the dorms, and the dorm like uh, you know uh, cafeteria hours are right. Whatever for dinner, it's like four thirty to eight thirty. Right, right. And I got back from wherever I was. Not definitely not class because I was a terrible student. Uh, and <laughs> I got back and I had uh, missed the cafeteria time. There was one place like really far away on the other side of campus where I could have gotten food. Um, but I was just like, screw it. It was like really late, I think. And so I went to sleep. I was starving and I uh, didn't have any money. And I just like was just, I just had no choice, but just to eat my dreams. So that was, <laughs> that was, that was my, that was my jam that night. But the next day I woke up wild early The One of the few times I woke up early and uh, I went to the cafeteria and it's like the only people who are up that early are uh, actually, uh, all the jocks, all the jocks have morning right. practice yep. and they're coming back from morning practice and they're like scarfing down. And then there's me who's just like this, like skinny, shitty kid who's just like, Oh, oh. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, no. man. Well, Mike, I, um, appreciate you coming on so much. You're actually the first podcast guest that is not like, like a close friend of mine, you know, I was going to say like, you have, uh, I mean, I was listening to some of your podcasts, and you have such a cool, like, eclectic group of people. I thought it was really sweet. Oh, thank you. Yeah, most of them are, well, all of them are people that I knew, and I wanted to make a podcast so I could talk to my friends, but I realized that yes. I don't have that many friends, so now I have to start branching <laughs> out. So, um, I, anyways, I, 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 I watch a lot of your content and I really like it. I thought that Shang Chi joke was so funny. I oh, love the Air Bud joke. Um, oh, thank you. I love the, um, like the, if you're under five, nine, this is what you're called. I, I think yes. I, <laughs> I really love your humor. I find it super intellectual, clever. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. So big, big fan. And, um, and, um. Well, the first question I think that comes to mind is you always, because um, just from me observing you um, throughout what you post, you seem like a like a very chill and like you seem like a unifier to me, like someone who a tries unifier. to bring people to yeah, like someone who tries to bring yeah. people together, someone who tries to make sure everyone has a good time. Mm. Um, so. When you didn't ghost me, like some of the other people that I've reached out to, I was like, oh. I knew it. Uh -huh. I knew this guy was a good guy. Um, <laughs> you were know, you always uh, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. And I don't know uh, anything about you. I mean, I read your bio. <laughs> I know you're. I know you're a comedian. Right. And I know the people that one way to check on someone is to see who's following you on who who our mutuals are. Right. Like oh, we have yes. the same followers. Right. Like you know, and that's a good way to kind of um, like vet someone. So um, yeah, it, I think it's. Uh, I, I've I have been someone who is like uh, I'm very. I'm, I'm like the one of the only um, extroverts in the whole world. Uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, l- I, I enjoy meeting people. I like talking to people. I'm very, I try to be very, uh, just bottom line nice. I think that's really important. I've lived in for, uh, New York City for like 14 years. Mm. Oh, okay. And I don't, I don't buy the whole like New York. You got to be mean and angry, and I, I don't think that's a good idea at all. I think it's uh, a waste of time. Uh, mm. So I do try to do that. I think sometimes um, it. It, it gets me into trouble because I'm a people pleaser. Yeah, I don't know if you're like that. Yeah, I'm a people pleaser. Yeah, and late I've been trying in the last like year or so to be a little bit more like on a boundary setting. I guess is what why people call it. But um, especially because yeah, you're yeah. you you host your own shows, you do a yes. podcast. You know, someone's like, "Hey, dude, let me get a spot." Hey, man, let me get on your podcast. It it can get pretty pretty hard for sure. Yeah, yeah, and then like um. You know, it's. I always think it's not because I don't want. I, w- I wish I had like. I sometimes wish I had like ten shows going on, so that I could like get everybody up all, and 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 bring everybody up. But it's really just like I have to think about. I don't know, I, like the way the show needs to go. You yeah. know, it's like a separate thing from not just me and and. So I that's really what it is. But uh, yeah, I, I I do try to, I do I do try to help people. I think that's I think that's really important. Um, it's. And I'm not trying to be cheesy. It's like something that is like I think America really needs. Um, not very funny, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't a funny podcast, so okay, cool. Um, this okay. is a what? This is honestly just um, an hour. I hope you know this is an hour, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I will. Uh, I will tell you. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing dry January, but I'm. I got my Topo Chico, uh, and I'm. I'm here to hang, dude. This is okay. this is my late night. Trust okay. me. Like, and this is this is great. I get to hang out. I do a podcast. I got my yeah. mood lighting. Yeah, I don't have to be out. I'm a father. I don't want to be out late. <laughs> um, so this is this yeah. Is I'm ready in my jammies. This is great. Oh yeah, this is just an hour of whatever. Um, Perfect. But um, well, love everything that you said. But where did you did did you learn that from someone? Did you is that something that's been like passed down from a parent? Uh, is that some? Did you have an experience where you're like, you know what? I was mean, but I can't act like this anymore. And you know, like, because you don't, I feel like yeah. that's something you kind of have to either learn or something has to happen for you to become that mm-hmm. way. I, I think, um, one, I think I am, I'm just in general, like my temperament is like this. Um, I, I don't enjoy being mean. Even when someone's mean back to me, I don't even think of that as being like justification to be bad. It's like if someone took a shit on the, on, on in front of, I don't know, an orphanage, you know, oh. you taking a shit on that shit doesn't make it better. <laughs> you know, you just add that's more good, shit to the world, point. right? Yeah. So uh, I think part of it is temperament. But the other thing I, I think, and, and just sorry to get up into the Asian-American trauma. It's already ca- happening. At nine <laughs> minutes into the podcast, we're already talking about it. But it's about, um, you know, my family, it, we were, my, my, my parents were immigr- uh, were refugees, uh, you know, they had a lot. Of, had that hard. They had a hard time, in some ways. Like, um, you know, they were fortunate to have good educations when they came to this country. But, um, you know, it's a struggle, and I think they they were dealing with a lot of things. And there would be sometimes strife in my house, just like between my parents. Mm-hmm. My parents are, are no longer together, mm-hmm. um, but you know, they stayed together because they they had they needed each other, and uh, you know, they wanted to raise uh, the kids all in one house and everything. So, but they would fight. And I think for a long time as a kid, I think I internalized eventually, like if only these two people, I'm talking about my parents were able to see from the other person's point of view, uh, maybe they wouldn't fight and it wouldn't be so scary for me as a, you know, eight year old. Um, so I think that's, I think I'll think about that a lot. I think like if people are just nice, if you could just be nice, you can, you know, people, you know, we, you would get so much more. I, I do think that, uh, that that is true as an ideal. Um, I now sort of realize that that's not really how 
that's not really useful a lot of times. A lot of times it's not it's not it's not just about being nice. You can be nice and still screw someone over, you know? But you you know, I think it's I do think it is important to like try to view, see from the other person's point of view and I think that's where a lot of it came from was, you know, it's just trying to like avoid conflict, you know. That yeah. again could could get could get you into trouble, you know. I, I don't know if you're like that. I I, I kind of avoid conflict. Um, most of the time I think it's a good thing. Sometimes I think it's a bad thing. Right. Right. So, no, that's beautiful. Um, and Mike, you're going to hate me. I am not recording on Zoom. Okay. Yeah. I you have the audio, though. I have the audio, though. So, what I'll do is we'll start. I could make the video where we... Um, it just starts right here. Right. Yeah, yeah, but the audio yeah, I'll yeah. keep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Whatever you want to do, man. Sorry about that. It's so, all good, man. Yeah. Do you want to like resync? Do you want to sync together? You, right. Won't you? Won't you count me out? Count me out to three, and then on four, I'll 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 clap with you. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So, folks, I'm probably gonna keep all this in. I like to yep. keep the mistakes too. <laughs> or yeah. I guess you can say I'm just lazy, but um. <laughs> I was I forgot to record on Zoom, so everyone heard it, so I don't have to explain it. But darn it, I'm glad I have the audio though, and that's so I'm glad we kept that beautiful part. Um, well, so Mike, I am pretty. I'm uh, I'm probably not making the best first impression so far. No, this but... is amazing. I I, I want to know about you so much, man. Like, uh, where do you live? Do you where you know? You got the ring light behind you, and like you. Yeah. Uh, oh, I so... want to say you live in L.A. You live in L.A. I did. I did live in L.A. Um, I I moved back in with my parents about five months ago in Murrieta. Uh, uh, do you know where Temecula is? By yes, chance? yes. Yes. It's, yes. It's like so you're in Southern away. California. Okay. I'm in Southern California, but like way south. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm really from Orange County originally. So. Um, okay. Yeah. Which which city? So I'm from Anaheim Hills. Anaheim Hills. Um, yep. Yeah, fancy, fancy. Uh, my you know my family's, you know, middle class, comfortable. Um, but yeah, middle. Uh, but like Anaheim Hills is an affluent area, so that's where I'm from. What high school? I went to Canyon. Yeah. Uh, it's. You know it? No yeah. way. I no. Used, yeah, I used to be a high school choir teacher, so I know a lot of different high schools. Yeah. Oh, really? You have yeah. incredible choir teacher energy, Ryan. <laughs> just, just, you know, you're counting out the beats and everything, and I'm just <laughs> like, this is so nice. Well, Mr. Koo is so cool. Yeah, well, um, thank you. Well, this this is all about you, sir. So oh, I, okay, have, okay. I have a lot of stuff I would love to ask you. Oh, yeah, you. let's do it. Please. Yeah. And 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 let me yeah, please, but of let's course. Do it. But, but every now and then, oh yeah, you know, I'll 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 chime in too, of course. But you know, I'm I I'm, I'm I ramble and ramble, so I don't want to. You no, know, I talk your no, ear I, off. I'm I, I ramble. I, <laughs> so if there's if if at every point you're like this is so boring, stop talking. Like, okay, please. No, no. Um. Well, back to your um your humor. Well, actually, a segue is. I noticed. And I and I might be wrong, um, but from experiencing the comedy world, I noticed that really funny people are either really nice or really mean. Oh, that's that what is I've such noticed. A good point. Because if you're really nice, you're so good at just reading the room, how to make mm. someone feel comfortable, how to make someone feel a certain way, you know. Yeah. That you're you have certain natural advantage, but if you're also really mean, you just don't give a crap, and that's also kind of naturally funny in wow. itself. Wow, but that's what I've noticed. That's a really good point. I mean, how long have you been doing comedy, if I can ask? Um, strictly stand up, I would say about um, uh, strictly stand up about a year and a half. But okay, but you've I, been performing yeah. and doing all yeah. sorts of stuff for a long time. Yeah. And yeah, I was always I, comedy based, yeah. Okay, I and and so you've seen uh the you know a kind of a good range in your time of like the you know, you've been to different kinds of shows and you've seen different kinds of people. Yeah, but yeah. I do yeah. I I I do see I do see that. Um and I think you're right. You hit the nail on the head with 
uh, empathy. You know, you know, there's that sort of meme that Gen Z kids say, where I'm like, I'm an empath. Uh, but I really do feel like that. I, I'm very sensitive to um, people's uh, body language, uh, to how they're, you know, their eye contact. Yeah. Um, like, I'm very, very into other people's feelings. And I uh, can't help but, like, uh, kind of change my own feelings based on theirs. Like, you know, and again, that's that people-pleasing thing. But um, it, it does give me an advantage because, for example, um, I can communicate, like, uh, <laughs> with people even without speaking their language. Because, like, most of communication is, like, body language and eye contact. Yeah. And if I know a few words, I can, like, understand the rest of the context uh, of the language. Oh. So. It's just like something like I feel like I can under, I get that and it's the same thing when I do stand up I can tell uh, when the crowd really doesn't like me or and and but not just because it's I can I think I can figure out why they don't like me you you know yeah. just from like either they're bored or like the like the joke right. I said was kind of too like too blue right so I, I it does it, it is an advantage because you you know you get to feed off the other person and and you know Ryan because you do stand up like. A lot of stand-up is just uh, riding the energy that the audience yes. is giving you. Yeah, you know. So there's this nice, in, and when it's good, it's great, and you can just like, you know, cruise on that. And if it's bad, you're like, you're struggling. You know, you're like drowning because right. that energy is so bad. And, and right. so, um, it, it, I think it imparts a, a certain nice advantage, I guess you could say, uh, to to doing comedy. And then you're right. The other way around it is like people are can be. Uh, there's just some psychos in our yeah. industry, man. There's just some, yeah. some weird people, dude. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true in everything. But, like, especially in business, show business, and I think especially, like, in a business where people really want it, and then there's so few um, sort of perceived ways to be successful. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. People, you get, people can, get, can, can take advantage of you, you know, so. Oh, yes, yes. Um, well, what is your... Um, who are your, like, um, who's, who do you think is, like, the, the comedy goat for you? Like, who's your role model? Ooh. Whose style wow. do you love? Who's, who are yeah. you, like, oh, man, I want to be like him or her. I want to write like yes. him or her. And then yeah. what is your writing slash comedy style? Ooh, gosh, okay. Um, I would say, like, my, the person, the, there's two comedians who are, of the, like, you know, older class, I guess you could say, they, uh, who are, like, I, who I love and who are, the people I think um, are the best. One is Chris Rock. Uh, oh. The older Chris Rock stuff is like amazing. He's like a preacher when he's doing it. He's like saying the same thing and again and again. He's just like, and he's like, hit, he, it's really smart, um, but it's like shrouded in this like really like loud, bombastic style. But if you really listen yeah. to it, like what he's saying is really, really smart. Uh, so that's one. And then the other one kind of, you would think, is the opposite jim gaffigan uh, i love jim gaffigan mm, he's yes clean yes. but his yep. shit is just like he says one sentence that's the premise and then 40 punchlines. it's just like da 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 yes love jim and gaffigan. he's got he's got he's got a bunch of different voices and characters he can do and it's all clean stuff it's all like him and it's just like it's like a machine it's just like super it's crisp um so those are like kind of like the overall People I think are amazing. And then right now, sort of like the immediate person who I think is going to be, I mean, he's already very successful, but I think is, is one of the greats is Roy Wood Jr. Uh, from uh, On The Daily Show. Super funny. Okay. Also really insightful. He's, he was on my podcast um, and uh, he had this really cool thing where he was saying that a journalist and a comedian almost have like, he, he kind of said they kind of have the same job which is like to see things and then tell the, tell the story about the stuff they see. And I thought that was mm. such a cool way to think about it. And this was around the time where um, there was a lot of uh, comedians who were getting famous for being really stupid <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and ignorant. And I was like, man, it's, comedians, comedy can be so evil or so, so stupid. But, you know, he said that and uh, I was like, that's really cool. And I, I think, it's, you know, he's, 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 a, he's a black man. He's from the South. And so oh, I think he has okay. that, that sensitivity where he's like, I got to see what's happening and tell these stories. And wow. uh, he is, he's right. It, it is like what a journalist does. So I thought that was uh, really cool. And he, and as far as my style goes, gosh, you know, I've been doing comedy for like eight years. I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea what my style. Really? I think it's, um, 
I w- I have people say that a really uh, there 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 there's a joke that's a very Mike Nguyen joke when I um say something and then I break down that what I mean. So kind of like that 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 TikTok you were telling me about where it's like uh you know what do you call um you know here are all the titles for men under five seven and like if you're five six you're a short king if you're five five you're the duke of tiny town right yeah it's like it's silly but like i'm what i'm doing is i'm taking something that's fairly obvious and then like you kind of pull it apart to kind of look at it a little bit more oh um, i also love doing st- things where uh and i think all uh, my favorite comedians do this is you think it's like this but actually it's like this you know uh you know you mm. think that um i don't know you you think that uh I don't know. Like my 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 favorite kind of food is fried chicken. Well, you you would think that, but actually, it's like this. I don't know. You know, like you, right, you take something right. that is like established as wisdom, and you kind of like go the other way. And yeah, if you can do it. Yeah. It's, it's really fun to do. Um, and what? How do you develop jokes? Like, how did you write the the Shang Chi joke? I really uh, like that one. Thank you. I really you. really like that one. So, what See, was the like process kinda, for writing that one? Right. So that one, um, uh, I remember reading about Shang-Chi. This is like way before, like, I mean, the, the, the comic book character. Oh, I read okay. about him, you know, because I, I used to be like a, you know, a comic book fan. Um, and I was reading about uh, him and you know, I knew this movie was coming out. And um, it was uh, funny to me because I remember reading the Wikipedia that he has no powers. The the there, there's like one of the versions of Shang Chi because there's like later on he kind of gets powers and he gets some different things. But he he has uh, his whole thing is that he just like practiced a lot until he became really good at martial arts, which I thought was so hilarious because in a world where literally there is a thunder god, yeah. the Asian guy <laughs> is just like nope, just a hard worker. Just, right, that's all. Right. And it was like you couldn't give him a power, nothing, <laughs> like nothing. Where it was like. Like like incredible speed thanks to the moon or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, just like, just mad push-ups. Just dude, mad did mad push-ups <laughs> until he was really good at kung fu, and I, I thought that was really funny. And um and then I just kind of like built along uh to that. I have heard it's funny because I have heard another some another comedian tell his version of of that same kind of idea, that same premise that you know an Asian guy's superpower would be that um. He, he works really hard and uh it's 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 funny because the, the two jokes even though they share kind of the same like idea are completely different right so then i think after telling um you know coming to this realization it was just about telling it like a million fucking times until Ooh. until the you know and then like kind of it, if you feel really good with a joke i don't know if there's a joke you love and you know hits like you know that chang chi joke you, you know it hits so when you tell it on stage, you one thing I'll do is I'll I'll try to tell it a little slower so that the audience can can kind of like feel the 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 rhythm of it. Yeah. And I think when you feel the rhythm of the joke, it's fun. It's kind of like tickling you, you know, because you know something's about to happen. You're teasing it, and you're teasing, it, and they know that something's about to happen. And um, and 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 in those moments, you can maybe find a new an, another small punchline in it. Um, right. Okay. Even though, just because you're waiting for something to happen, so uh, I found that <clears throat> I'm not really. I don't. I don't like ever write my jokes down on a piece of paper uh, because oh, it just ruins you never it. write it I, down. I write it. I write down the the like thought, just like Shang Chi. I would write that oh. down, but I would never write it out word for word. I would never yeah. write out word for word, uh, and instead, I just like. Um, kind of have a sentence that I, the punchline in my mind that I've written in my mind, I'll try it out and then I'll just say it again and again. And if it, if oh, it keeps working, I'll, I'll kind of build it that way. I so find that if yeah. I write it, if I write it, if I write the joke, and, and I mean, I do write in my mind, but for some reason, writing it when I'm just like walking around is different from sitting and writing it in a book. If I write in a book, it's so, it just feels like the cadence is off. It's not how I really talk. Uh, oh. I think I'm a pretty good writer. Like if I was to sit and write prose for you, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like about, you know, about, uh, you know, the, 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 the election or something like that, I would, I, I'm, I'm a pretty good writer, but writing like that and then speaking it is a bad idea. So the way I talk is completely different. And I think that's really important to, as a stand up 
you have to sound like you just came up with it. Right. So that's right. why it has to feel like, I can't write it down. It has to feel like, oh, I just came up with this. So you are the style. Well, actually, I never heard that particular style, but I actually haven't asked a lot of comedians this question. But you are the type of comedian that, that has to go to an open mic to work it out. In general, yeah. In general, oh. yeah. I have to do it. And then now, um, I don't do as many open mics. I just don't have the time so i'm so i'm trying to like work it out some you know on on in a show you know i'll have a thing and i'll like sneak it in between some other jokes that are like interesting and it has to be it has to be live um and i and like i can i'm i think i have enough experience where i can tell even if a joke doesn't land it has it's gonna work you know um just because i like saying it you know, I like saying the joke. And if you like saying the joke, the audience can tell you like saying it and they'll laugh and they'll, they'll have a better time. Okay. Um, if, if, they, if you don't like saying it and you don't like it and you don't believe in it, the audience will, will be able to tell and they'll, they won't like it. And then all of a sudden you're in that bad wave that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Okay. So if you're, let's say you're, ha- you're on a show and you have um, a 10-minute <coughs> set yeah. How many new stuff would you try to work out and how many old stuff would be surrounding mm. it or following it? Yeah. Mm, it depends on the show. If it's a really um, shitty show that where it's like in a basement and like there's three people there and like two of them are <laughs> two of them are drunk and making out, then yeah. I'm going to do like mostly new stuff cuz like I just sometimes want to say it. Right. Say the say the words. Uh, and again, I can sometimes tell that um, just by saying it, even if it doesn't get a laugh or a reaction, oh, it's gonna, it's, it'll work because I liked saying it. Um, and then, uh, but if it's like a show and it's pretty popping, uh, you know, I wanna, I wanna do a good job. I'll probably just do like just a little tiny thing, like thirty oh, seconds or a minute. Yeah. Wow. If it's longer, if it's like fifteen or twenty minutes, maybe I'll feel more comfortable because I'll help build rapport up with the audience, and then I can like kind of add up add more newer things yeah you know it's it sort of depends like there's some crowds where they're in such a good mood and everything is going so well that you can like you could straight up tell them right like hey this is a new joke can i try it on you and they're gonna be like yeah this is awesome <laughs> we're having so much fucking fun yeah um so it really depends on like if if the crowd is feeling it you know wow okay okay sometimes crowds want to have it where it's like I'm at Benihana and I'm like chopping shit up and I'm like, you know, (laughs) sometimes they don't want it. Sometimes they just want straight up Chick-fil-A. Give me some Chick-fil-A jokes where it's going to, it's going to be smacking and good and fast. Okay. Wow. Fascinating. I know that you are a hip hop fan. Hmm. Who would you consider the rap goat? For me, it's Eminem. Okay. What? Oh, oh Mr. Uh, actually, that, you know what? Is that no, a no, horrible actually, guess? <laughs> no, <laughs> or not a guess, but answer. <laughs> no. Well, it, it, I feel I feel I've learned a lot about you just in that one sentence. Oh, about who you can learn a lot, I think, about who the best, who you, who about. Oh a person no, did I um, did I just expose myself as like a loser no. or something? <laughs> no, you exposed yourself as a as a choir teacher. Ah! Okay? That's what. <laughs> what it was <laughs> that's even worse than a loser yeah, yeah. uh no uh, you know eminem is, is is definitely respectable i always play the game um top five which i actually got from a from chris rock had a movie called top five and in it they play a um, game called top five where they just list the top five uh i think they do hip-hop as well i think they sometimes play it with like basketball players or something but um yeah top five hip-hop acts right that and i play this all the time when i get drunk with my friends because it always changes the oh, goat okay. goats fuck man it's hard to say who the best is the best shit ah oh, that's really difficult well um, even when you're thinking about that do you think the people that you are thinking of right now can beat eminem in a freestyle battle in a freestyle no in a freestyle okay no but in like Overall, emceeing like you have them both at a show, and they have, and the audience is is if fifty fifty you know they're both audience fans. There, uh, I think this. Well, no, I would say like as, as a total MC, um, I think the the best is either going to have to be. Uh, oh, fuck, 
It, 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 may, it might have to be like Nas. I think Nas is amazing. Oh. His shit is like, his shit like is so, it's so expansive. He's like, he established so many different things. Of course, I live in Brooklyn, so people are going to say Biggie. I mean, that's that's a really big one. I have to say Tupac, he made so much shit that like, it's like, he, he almost is, is just by sheer volume, he made so much shit. He was so influential in that way. Gosh, it's really hard. That's why I can't do, I can do top five, but number one. That's so, really difficult. But I'm I'm thinking like somebody like that. Is Eminem the freestyle goat then? Hmm. I would say maybe because of mm. there you know and I will say too that if you're you, you like hip hop and you so you know that a lot of freestylers don't make the jump to mainstream. They can't right. really do it. Yeah. There's a different skill it's a, it's a different skill set. So I would say Eminem uh, is probably the best freestyler of the sort of mainstream rappers, I guess you could say. Uh, but who knows? Maybe like fucking Aesop Rocky is like amazing, and he just never told us. You know, he's like a crazy good freestyler. Okay. But I, I, don't, I actually doubt it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. interesting. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, I have, I have like all these questions that I. Yeah, write, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so, you are a married man. I am. I um I love talking about relationships. Um, and if it gets too personal, it's no, no. not. I don't. Which I don't think it will. But you know, you just never know. Um, sure. Then please let me know. But um, when you met your, I always ask this to people who got married. Um, when you saw your wife for the first time, did you know you were gonna marry her? And if not when did you know you were gonna marry oh gosh i didn't know i was gonna marry her the first time and my wife and i we always tell each other our story because we both really remember when we first met each other the first like moment but i did think she was extremely cute and i really i I, she was uh (laughs) the story is like we i you know it was during college and i go to a cafe to meet up with my friend and he's there, and he's sitting next to this girl, and the two of them are talking. And I thought she was really cute, but I thought my friend was kind of like, you know, he was talking to her. So I was like, okay, they're talking. Um, and then later on, we find out that we both have the same job, uh, which is yeah. security. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, both yeah. Doing, we're both there, and then and and that's where I like really kind of like, you know, started chatting her up. We didn't date oh. back then. We dated like years and years and years, like way after we graduated. Later. And by chatting her up, do you mean you would flirt with her? Yes, for sure. I just sat there for my whole shift <laughs> for like th- like three and a half hours. And I just was like, you know, I don't know how a kid in the mid-2000s flirts. I don't know. You know, it's like, <laughs> hey, you like DVRs? You know, I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't oh. know. You know what I'm saying? I, I was just like trying to talk to her. And she was like, she was, I think she was having fun. But um, we didn't date for a long time. Before uh, we continue on. on. Because yeah. I love dating advice. I I am trying to... I'm about on the dating market myself. I'm, Oof. Oof. I'm a bad yeah. dater. Yeah. What is your advice for flirting with the girl you're interested in? Like you just said, you said, you know, do you like DVR? But, you know, you, <laughs> you said it in like a flirtatious voice. You're being yeah. like kind of very... Um, like, you know, it's like a goofy question. Is yeah. that your flirting style? I think, um, gosh, I think my thing with flirting is, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a funny dude, I think. So even before I did stand up, I was like a kind of a, you know, I was a jokey guy. Um, and I think that really, again, uh, it helps with flirting, uh, going back to the whole empathy thing and like being able to kind of feel someone's energy. If, if, if I'm making jokes and the person likes it, then that already puts me in a good mood and you're like, you are you got a good audience cycle going on, right? And that's kind of, I think, how I would end up flirting. Uh, I'm definitely not like good at like cold going up to someone. You know what I'm mm. saying? I gotta, you, you gotta start. I, I'm, and a lot of people hate small talk, but I love small talk. Uh, yeah, people hate small talk, but small talk's the best because... There's no stakes. You can you just talk about yourself, and it gives oh. the, it, you get a lot of you got a lot of information. You got a lot of back and forth. It gives a lot of information about how this 
relationship could go because you're getting data. It's almost like uh, when you before you go do stand up, sometimes you watch the person before you, but uh, so you can get data on the audience. Like, how are they feeling? Is somebody really drunk? Is there like a group that's really talkative on one side of the room? And when you do small talk, you're doing that. You're like getting information about this person, but not just like the stuff they're saying about, oh, I got two, oh. two, two parakeets at home and, a, and I'm a cat person. Instead, oh, you don't say that. You don't say stuff no, no. like that. You, 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 you should, but really what you're trying oh. to understand is like their mental state. Like, are they, in a, are they having a good day? Are they not having a good day? Oh. Are, they, are they open to laughing? You know, there, there's plenty of times when you like say a funny thing and the person doesn't laugh because they're in a bad mood or they're thinking about something else. And that gives you information. So I love small talk, and that's a way to get into the flirty stuff later on. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you kind of start off like, oh, my gosh, you know, are you in the same class with me? Or, you know, how, how do I know you or whatever? Um, and then, you know, so those small questions, like, lead to, like, can lead to better things. I hope. I <laughs> can I hope this isn't awkward at all. And if it is, we won't do it. Would do it, it be okay if we did an improv situation where... Sure. yeah. Let's say I was... No, I wouldn't say your wife. Let's say I, you're back at UC Berkeley. Uh-huh. And I am I'm the other library security guard. Um, <laughs> and you thought I was cute. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll try my best to kind of... Okay. You know. Okay, so I think... Um, so just so as, as background for this... Um, this exercise. This, yeah, this, this role play we're about to do. <laughs> The, the friend that I saw you with, his name is Andre. Okay. His name is Andre. Just just so you oh, know. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, yes. Okay. And oh, hey, Ryan. I didn't know you. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. I th- I saw you. You were, um, you know my friend Andre? Yeah, yeah. I'm in, uh, I'm in uh, Economics 101 with him. He's great. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, he's kind of a goofy guy, I feel. I don't know. Do you, do you feel like that with Andre? Yeah, he's he's such a goofball, man. <laughs> what, See, what? so I would stop flirting with you now because what? it sounds like you do what? not want to flirt with me. <laughs> I was trying to show you that I was trying to be flirty. Oh, Ryan, there's no and, hope for and, me. Now, yes. See, and from that, in this alternate timeline, we do not have a small child together who's sleeping in the room. Wait, what did I, what did I do or not do that gave you that impression? Because I thought I was, I was trying to show, oh, this is a cool guy. I want to talk to him. Yeah, I feel like um, because sometimes what you want, <laughs> the thing that can bring two people together the most is talking shit about somebody else, and so. You know, you kind of like go, oh man, that guy's—he's like he's such a—he's such a fucking douche, and that the other Wait, person kind of goes said, along with you. You said you, know, hey, you then, guys were friends, so if I did that, you'd be like, well, this guy's an asshole. He's talking shit about my friend. No, man, you got to read between the lines, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. I'm that's... also not very good at flirting. I will tell you, I'm not very particularly <laughs> no. good at flirting. Well, in this yeah. situation, you're the one with a happy wife and a kid, so you're the that's, expert. That's, that's true, huh? Well, okay. Let's continue on as if I did. Let's try that again. So you just asked me. I know that Andre. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, that Andre. That asshole. I. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah, that's yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, so like, um, like what, what do you? So you're, are you studying econ with him, or are you doing like, are you doing bio or something, or what? Like, I can st- pay attention about anything in that class. I'm just thinking about how much I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we're we're still talking shit about Andre. Is that what we're doing? Yes. I hate that guy. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, well, once again, I'm going to have to stop flirting because now you're a psychopath. <laughs> and I'm glad that I've sussed this out. What? Also, I'm going to report you because I can't have psychopaths working life and security. <laughs> also, the, the beats move fast. You talk shit one beat, yeah, the next you beat, it's go, a new... And then you're, like, you're looking at something else. You're like seeing if there's like a change, you know? So oh. you're open to like me and you. Like, oh, like we're going we're gonna to talk shit a little bit. Okay, well, now let's, let, let's like change gears and like, small wow. talk right you're small talking you're like oh so you what do you study oh that's awesome you know i, I was gonna do like that major but I, i'm i'm wild stupid i'm so dumb you might you know so like you talk shit about yourself you know and you're like giving you're like mm. pushing and pulling on this person to see 
what do they don't like? They don't like this. I like that. What do they want to talk about this? Right. And you ask them a lot of questions, like little questions. Where do you live? You know, like uh, where, where, uh, I mean, in college, that is, is a legit question. Don't ask someone where somebody lives, maybe on a first date, but you know, like, you know, what do you do for a living? You know, you, they're giving you little things, like little, little entryways. If, right. And if you feel something, it's just like in stand up. You feel like the audience really likes something, you go into it and you just go, oh, let's talk about that. And if they like you back, no matter how, how much they might not like small talk, the, the energy level will be positive, I'm assuming. Well, you know, I think if, if the person also doesn't like small talk, that gives you information, right? That tells you maybe they want to, you know, I don't know, have a... Maybe they don't want to be here. Maybe they thought that, uh, you know, the day would be a little different. I don't know, you know? So, like, now you have more information and you can use that to, like, change gears, you know, like change, if the person doesn't want to do small talk, absolutely don't do small talk and like change your, change your approach. Like do something else, you know? Man. Yeah, bro. Sheesh. Uh (laughs) (laughs) So complicated. Um, Okay. Well, going on, you started flirting with your wife. Yeah. So when was the like, oh, I think I want to marry this woman. Ah, so this was way later, maybe like 10 years later. Oh, you guys uh, dated for 10 years? No, no, we, we were friends for like seven or eight years, just oh, friends. Oh, wow. And then we started dating. But then like around like the third or so fourth year of us dating, uh, we were living in New York. I um, was doing stand-up, but I w- was just starting stand-up, just, just starting stand-up. And um, what was that? Uh, I was like working freelance. I was like a freelance advertising guy. And uh, I had a horrible assignment. I had one of those assignments that like you is like a, like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. You ever have a nightmare where like the teacher asks you a question and you don't know the answer? You know what right. I'm saying? It was, it was like that. It was like I got into this, uh, this uh, freelancing assignment where the, the, the person who hired me, I swear, like changed what they wanted every single day oh, like every yeah. single day was yeah. like oh no it was like yep. the person asked me to bake a cake and i was like oh here's a cake and they're like why does this cake not have hair on it and i was like what yeah. like and yeah. they're like well you know cake with hair yeah. and i was like you mean like a dog and they're like yes a dog and <laughs> yes. then like i brought them a dog and they're like i you know i can't shoot this dog out this window and i was like yeah. what the fuck are you talking yeah. about yeah. it was a horrible time yeah. It was really bad. Uh, I remember like doing doing it. It was only like a few weeks long, but I stopped like halfway. I I, I sat down. And I was like, "You don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> oh. <laughs> or you don't know what you want." I I was very blunt, and I was just very honest. I was like, "I don't think I'm the right person for you. Let's just part ways." We stopped. Um, I got home and I was just thinking that was so terrible, and just like making it, it made me realize that like you know what, if I only had one thing in this fucking city and it was just gina that would be okay and that was really i was like i really gotta like do something and i had just enough money just enough money to buy her engagement ring like just enough and to pay rent that was it i was like i had saved up and saved up um and i kind of yeah and so i I had i had the money and i was able to do it um and it was fine uh (laughs) i made me that makes my my marriage sound terrible it's fine no it was it was it's been great um but that was the moment where i was like if I don't need anything else, because I was in such a fucking bad mood, um, you know, if, if 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 I left New York with only one thing and it was Gina, that that would be enough. So that was like really the moment. Well, that's that's wonderful. But now I have more questions because I thought you were gonna say I flirted with her and after like three <laughs> months she was my girlfriend. But you guys were friends for seven years. So does that mean? Oh, yeah. Seven years. Maybe someone eight, yeah. placed someone in the friend zone. Oh, or? I was in the friend zone for like eight years, man. I was like, it was like my that was my, uh, what's it? Um, Shawshank Redemption. You know, that was me. Oh my god! <laughs> Seven years in in the brig. You know. <laughs> Wait, and, uh, you were just so you were like Andy McGuire chipping away. Yeah. Every yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you you were you just waited. You were like, no, uh, this well, is the one I mean, for no, me. No, no, I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> I, you know, uh, we saw other people. I was like, you know, I was in serious relationships. It wasn't like I was like waiting there for her par- quietly pining away. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we okay. we were like, we were just friends. And I was totally fine with that. And, you know, uh, I was totally okay with being her friend because we were, you know, that was that was fine. And, and I liked 
being her friend. Was it like um, um, she friend zoned you after you asked her out, or was it like you took oh, the yeah. hint? And oh, oh, okay. No, okay. I, I had, I definitely, I had asked her out. Maybe so, like maybe like a year after this uh, initial uh, role playing scenario. <laughs> um, I, I remember I sat down and I, I, I tried to tell her I was like, oh, you know, maybe it would be cool if we dated, you know, and, and she was oh. like, not, she was not into it. Uh, I was definitely bummed, um, but I, I had been taking a lot of L's at that point in my life, so I was like, "That's fine." And oh, I, um, okay, okay. And we just, you know, we were just friends. And again, tr- honestly, it was it was cool, great being just friends. Um, but we just started um, right before she moved to New York. Uh, she was like, "I'm moving to New York, Mike." And this is again years later. I was in the friend zone. It was totally totally chill. Uh, and she was like, "I'm gonna move to New York." And um, I said, uh, "Okay." Uh, but let's hang out a lot before you go. And we were living oh. in the Bay Area, in the San Francisco Bay Area at the time. And we we hung out so much that we ended up kind of like, hey, you know, we're kind of we're kind of dating now. And this is sort of the thing I will say. I don't know if this will help you too, Ryan. I don't know how you, how old you are. I saw your little I'm TikTok. Thirty. Where, okay, because I guess you were thirty nine, and I was like, oh. uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. But I will say I feel that in your early. 20s you're you're just like so just like you're so out there as far as like you're just trying to meet anybody that it makes it hard because you're you you don't really know what you want um and you know what i'm saying you're just you're at the buffet and you're you're putting mac and cheese along with like a turkey salad and you're just like this makes no sense but when as you get older you become a little bit more like this is who i am but also this is what i want you know, and I think when you're, um, uh, you know, we were in our, we weren't like, you know, 30 yet, but we we're like 28. And so I think we were mature enough. Where we were like, hey, listen, we hang out a lot. And to be honest, you know, we flirt, you know, and there's no other way to, to do it, to talk about it other than that. We're, we're kind of dating and we have to be kind of honest. And I think if you're honest and you know yourself and you know what's going on, then it takes some of the guessing game out of the, of, out of dating. Cause I think when you're in your mid and early twenties, like dating is a game and like people mm. are like playing games and it's like, they're doing all sorts of running all sorts of interference on you. And it's like very annoying. But I think as you, if you know, if you come to the table, like this is what I, who I am and this is what I want. And if you, if you're into it, awesome. If you're not cool too, but oh. I think that kind of energy people like pick up on that. And I think, I think, I don't know if this will help you on your dating thing. I have no idea. You live at home with your parents. <laughs> then if you, you go up to someone, you go, this is who I am. This is what I want. And this is what I have to offer. And you know, this is what I'm looking for. Like very kind of not in like a dick way, but just like in a way where you're very simplistic about it. You know, it's like, this is, this is who, this is what's going on. You know? So you think as an icebreaker, I should start off with, Hey, I live with my parents. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, yep. lead with lead with your strengths. Lead with your strengths. Definitely don't lead with the best M- the best rapper is Eminem. <laughs> um. Well. Well. So now. Uh. Well. Back to when you. Um, cut. Uh, well. I guess. Um. Gave her that. Not ultimatum. But you. You. You expressed that. That hey, we're hanging out a lot and we're oh, flirting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well. Was Was it then her just being like, oh wait, you're right, Mike. Now I'm aware of what's been happening, or was she also like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know too, I understand" type thing. I think I think for her it was a little bit more, not that she didn't, she wasn't aware, but I think she was a little in denial about it. Uh, just a, oh, just a little, just kind of like, well, no, we were just friends, and and then I think it, she came around to it very quickly because it was just like we were just like, you know, hanging out too much, so. I think at a, a certain point we're like, yeah, that we're. I think we both had. It was very obvious we were maybe not boyfriend girlfriend, but we were like more than friends. You know, it was like it wasn't just like, hey, buddy, come on over and like we'll eat burgers. You know, it was like definitely like we were like, like you know, talking a lot and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, it it, it was just very obvious. I felt so. In, in you know, at a certain point, you couldn't deny it. <laughs> you know i'm like blowing your mind like i'm telling you about like well no it's, there's uh, a it's thing always... called black holes <laughs> no it's always fast i don't know why um uh, no no i i think that's so interesting um 
I think I just have such bad dating instincts. So it's just like, yeah. but when I hear, I'm like, well, what yeah, is your, duh. What, so what do you, if I can say, what, what do you think your, do you feel you have a thing that's like, uh, is a deficiency? Yes. Like what's the weakest part of what, what, which is what, what would you say that is? I, 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 over the years, um, I just naturally, well, over the years, there were, there were a lot of instances where it was always one-sided, you know, like I would do uh -huh. a lot yeah. for the lady and it was never yeah. reciprocated. Um, so yeah, naturally sure. you think about why, you know, and, um, I think the first thing is it's my voice. Uh, I think I have a very unattractive voice. Oh, I don't think that's true at all. But okay, yeah. I've been told on two separate occasions that I sound like a, a gay robot or or a Eeyore. Like twenty people uh, told me I sound like Eeyore. Mmm, I see what you're saying. I don't think okay. Well, I guess I see what that you maybe sound like Eeyore, but I actually think that's a good thing. So, <laughs> but you he's know, like my favorite character. So. <laughs> But, you, you know, you just, I think girls are subconsciously thinking, if I were to date, marry this guy, I'm going to have to wake up to the sound of, like, Eeyore, <laughs> you know, telling me good morning, you know? No. So, that's one. And then two, if, you know, yeah. um, I'm very indecisive. Okay. okay. Very, very indecisive. Okay. Yeah. Uh you know, <laughs> can't no be girl. indecisive when it comes. I mean, I, I will say I think that's also one of my like, my things. I'm very decisive. At, like, oh. again, to a to a to a to as a it it can get me into trouble because. But a you're lot of a times, people I'm, pleaser. I am, but like once it's decided, I'm just like I have to. You know, you like you have oh. to time it right. You got to go for it right then and there. Um, very and I think okay. there is a lot of dating where it's like if you see a uh, a moment where you think yes. that something, yes. you know, there's the moment, right? You know yeah. what it is. And I think I'm very acute to that. I'm like, oh, oh this is like, I, I can tell some where like yeah. there's something happening between yes. this person, the uh, yes. person and I. I know exactly uh, I what you mean. And I have yeah. none of that. <laughs> like absolutely none of that, that gut feeling or the courage to act upon that feeling. Um, yes. Yeah, like like yeah, you, it is. Yeah. It is scary. Like it, it was because in that exercise, I was actually trying to show affection, but maybe mm. I'm so, I don't know, I don't know, like indecisive on how. Like maybe I'm thinking to myself, oh, if I act like this, I'm gonna show like I'm too affectionate. So maybe he'll think I'm slutty or something. Or oh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I mean, um, you know, I don't know how. Uh, accurate the scenario we were doing is <laughs> i don't know maybe 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 it's really effective i have no idea but i would say that what i was trying to read from you is that like i was like oh you're i do i can i can tell you're trying to do something so like but you just you know didn't what know what i was trying to do I, I the fact that you were trying to do something already i feel is off-putting you don't have <gasps> to just 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 oh. do that's why that's why small talk is good because if the stakes are low enough and you're just like yourself you just like, I assume that you can, you talk to yourself, maybe. I don't know. I, I talk to yeah, myself constantly. Yeah, yeah. You should talk to the person like how you kind of talk to yourself, you know, in the best possible light. But like, because uh, it, it's first dates are terrible. I, I don't know. But like yeah. second and third ones are better because you, you kind of drop some of the, you know, tango that you're doing. Well, um, yeah. What, so one I, more thing, I, Mike, yeah, is yeah. Um, it just came to mind because of a recent first date. Okay. And I've been asked this on various occasions, but this was the first time I was asked this after a first date. Okay. On a second date with the girl. This happened like maybe two weeks ago. We were talking about like what we first thought of each other. And I said, oh yeah, I thought you were super cool. I thought you were, you know, really cute. And she said, and when I asked her what was her first impression about me after the first date, she said, okay, I hope you don't get offended by this. But I thought you might have been on the spectrum. Oh. <laughs> so I think I also give off I'm on the spectrum vibes. Mm, Did you get I that mean, from me? I, I, again, I will say you're difficult to read. You are difficult to read. <laughs> really? Why? Yeah. Well, I think it's because um, 
you know, you were telling me that uh, this is not a comedy podcast, but we've been joking around, and you're we're playing games, we're doing all sorts of stuff. Oh, you know, well, I I meant it as like like this is not a podcast with the intent to be fun. I mean, it can be funny, but it's not right. like a podcast where like oh yeah, let's try to make this podcast as funny as possible. You know. Mm 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 mm. Yeah, I think um I think it's the yeah I don't I don't know exactly what it is the. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So why you're saying, think... so you're, you're agreeing with her. Like, you're like, I can you know, see why she might think that. It wasn't, it's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my goodness. But I mean, you know what? I mean, you know, like, uh, uh, let me, let me ask you this. When, what is, what would you, what would you call your comedy style? Because not to say that your comedy style <laughs> should be how you, should be how you flirt. But I think there should be some parallel. There's probably some parallels. For example, like for me. Um, you know, I'm very, um, very, uh, rhythm heavy. I'm very like, you know, I'll draw things out. I'll slow things down. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's, it's, you know, for, for me, right. I think it's like cadence, right? Yeah. Really yeah. I think you, you just gave me a small epiphany. I am, I have a very self-deprecating humor and I play that by trying to be dumb, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. I, I didn't feel like I was going you know, like, uh, man, I hope I don't get canceled for saying this, but <laughs> I'm, I'm like trying to show that by trying to act like I'm on the spectrum. You know, that's like not mm. my intent, but right, right, right. maybe that's what's what it's being perceived as. And maybe that's uh. why everyone has been laughing at me to this point, because they <laughs> don't want to be mean to the, the <laughs> stand up comedian who's on the spectrum. No, but I, I think I think you have the self-awareness to know that there's a certain vibe you give off and you're leaning into that for comedic effect, which I think is completely fair and the right way to do stand up is to like play on people's expectations. Um, but I would think like, you know, this, in the same way that you would approach doing stand up in a crowd, it's not too different from how you might want to do, uh, I don't know, dating i mean you know obviously it's it, it is a performance but it's it's about like it's more about like how you would you know want to frame yourself i guess so right maybe that's all i would i would i would say um yeah because as soon as you start trying to go like as soon as you start trying to anticipate what the other person wants you're fucked like don't do that oh you know what I'm don't wow. try don't try to be like oh i'm gonna be this person wants me to be loud i'll be louder you know just try to Try to be your, your mom said it, try to be yourself as much as you can and let that shine through. And um, then it, you do have to be decisive when the time comes, but <laughs> you, that's the best way I think to do it. But again, I don't know how far, I mean, just because I'm married doesn't mean I'm really good at flirting. I, maybe I was really, um, I'm a pretty good dancer. I think that's, oh, that's one other thing. I could see that. Yeah. 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 I used to, I used to dance. And so I think that was really a lot of my, initial the initial reason why a girl might notice me that and my like sweet like i don't know uh i have a very flashy fashion style from 2005 I, <laughs> well i noticed your fashion style too um so and, you know it's yeah. those kind of things that right. like kind of you Girls know oh, hey that guy's kind of interesting and then i'll go in there and be like huh, you like dvrs <laughs> 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 okay well i am um I, I don't know why, but um, the improv situation... I love doing improv situations because it just, I think... You just start to observe people in, like, certain situations, you know? Like, obviously, you can't observe me trying to talk to a girl, but you can observe me trying to talk to a girl if we were placed in that scenario. May we do one more improv scenario? <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and afterwards... You tell me if I did well or not. Okay. So let's say we're meeting on a first date. We've been we're talking. We're dating again. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, yeah. We talked online for like a week. We oh, I uh, see. Yes. We're meeting for the first time. And let's just do like a minute or so and let's see. And I'll be completely okay. real. Okay. <coughs> Okay, so, and then we'll say coffee shop. Okay. Hey, Mike. 
Oh, well, hey. may I call you Nicole? Sure. Oh, okay. I'm the girl. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. okay. <laughs> I, I, oh, you're, so you're being yourself. You're being yourself. Yeah. Or did you want to play me? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't play you. I just met you. Oh, uh, right. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. So you, okay. So I'm the girl. Okay. First uh, date. Yeah. We talked for a week online, like back and forth. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. Go, go, go for it. <clears throat> hey nicole oh hey ryan i you're are you ryan yeah that's me in hey. the flesh hey how's it going nice to meet you nice to meet you too how was the traffic it was okay it was okay i came uh i can't I, ca- I come from anaheim hills and so it was okay until i got like you know to the 241 and you know how it is it's crazy there and like yeah. It's like, it's so bad. Well, thank you for making the trek out to see me. I appreciate it. Of course. I'm so excited to be here. Like, uh, have you, do you come to this place a lot? No, but I saw that it got a 4.5 star on Yelp and that's good enough for me. I feel that if a place is really good, it, it will only have three stars. Do you ever think that? I always think that if on Yelp, if it's really good, it's like three stars or three and a half. I think if it's too many stars, it look, it's it's going to be it's going to be good, but it's going to be too crowded, or it's going to be like it has a, a a gimmick. Well, I'll tell you what, Nicole, I would give you three stars, huh? Okay, I'm, a, I'm, <laughs> I'm in my car now. I'm in my car. I'm in my Wait, car now. Why? You, There's you no t- fucking way. You, you, say that, you would say that to a woman? Well, she said she thought three stars was good. That <sighs> means she's a hypocrite for being offended by that. When she just told me three stars is better than 4.5 stars. Right. Well, I don't... The, the problem is that, like, don't... <laughs> you're like giving me like a line you're giving me like a line there's no way that a human being talks like that do you know what i'm saying do you talk like that well i mean but that's like flirting no you i gave you a cheesy flirting line i think i think i think the 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 natural just you do you do you do have improv you do improv right I yes see. yes in, like yeah. i mean like formal formal improv not just what we just did formal yeah improv. yeah yeah one of the things sometimes they say right in improv don't be funny just don't be funny yeah funny shit will happen don't right. be funny don't you right. you know and only like really you know you can tell the guy who's like it does who does improv and then like he's like i'm gonna get the really funny line ah, yeah you know? and like, oh, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. yeah that's true. you know don't be funny just just don't do that because Man. you can feel it you know, it's so written, you know? Uh, yeah. I'm know, in my car. Oof. I'm calling my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy, he should have you should have heard him, Stephanie. I was talking about Yelp, and he called. said I had, I was a three-star. Because what? she said three stars was better than 4.5 stars. <laughs> okay, but no, I, you actually gave me another epiphany. Is you're, okay. That's completely true. I always think when I'm on a date... Everything has to be like awesome every time, but I right. think that's yeah. actually and, working and, and, against and, me. Yeah, no, and and to be fair, like I do think like the app in the world that kind of dating world that is existing right now, where it's like so snap judgment, has made it so that there's no you can't ever just like coast. I know right. that like with chats when you like text back and forth with someone, everything's got to be like really crackling, which would be fucking hell, but. Because it's just like not, you know, you're playing the thing. You're not, you're, you're not do, you're not, you're not being honest with what you're bringing to the table. You're just like yeah. you're playing the game, which is stupid. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Yeah, I. Yeah. <sighs> you're right. You're right. And um, <laughs> I think uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna incorporate everything I've learned tonight, and I will use it next right. time. And I have a good feeling about it. Um, cool. Cool. So, Mike. That's about an hour. Um, awesome. And uh, I, I love talking with you. I'm so glad we got to like kind of meet and yeah. t- t- chat for a little bit. Um, I, I would love to, uh, you know, anything you like to plug, you can find Mike Wynn on uh, Nice Pants Bro on Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, you can uh, you can always listen to my podcast. Uh, me and Jerry, um, Jenny Aramoto do it. Uh, it's called uh, Asia Not Asian. It's on awesome all the podcast, podcast things. So just Google it. Um, and if you're in New York, you can come to my show, uh, Hack City. Uh, just Google that. Hack, oh. Hack City, New York. And then um, I'll be at SF Sketch Fest. I don't know when this is coming out, but I'll be at SF Sketch Fest. Oh, love uh, it. Yeah, in uh, February 3rd and 4th. Well, good news for you, uh, Mike. I know for sure my mom will be listening to this, so you definitely know. Really? <laughs> she might pop up if she's in the area for those things, yeah. That's nice. Hello. <laughs> no, she she doesn't listen to this, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, okay, well, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks a, for having me. It was a pleasure to speak with you, and I hope to meet with you in person someday. Absolutely. And, um, yes, I will see you on the socials and whatnot, as always. <laughs> okay. Cool, I'm well, going to cut. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll cut. Oh, bye, everyone. Okay, now bye. we can cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Oh, crap. Cool.